Welcome to Hip Hop Movie Club, where three old heads put their old heads together to vibe on some of the most memorable or forgettable hip hop themed movies of all time. And here's HHMC with your HHMCs, Boogie, JB, and Dino Wright. Season 6, Episode 1, How High. Directed by Jesse Dillon, produced by Pamela Abdi, Danny DeVito, James Ellis, Shauna Gar, Michael Schamberg, and Stacey Scher, and written by Dustin Abraham. Released in 2001 and featuring Method Man, Red Man, Oba Babatunde, Mike Epps, Jeffrey Jones, Fred Willard, and Lark Voorhees. We'll answer the question, will the Ivy League academic career of Silas and Jamal be lit, or will the experience all go up in smoke? How High is an off-the-wall comedy starring rap megastars Redman and Method Man as Jamal and Silas, two guys from Staten Island who smoke some magical weed and are visited by the ghost of their friend Ivory, who assists them with the college entrance exams. Admit to Harvard, wild hijinks will ensue, all fueled by their love for the ganja. <laughs> well, that sounds like an interesting take. And, uh, Boogie, what'd you think of how? <laughs> Man, this this movie, um, <laughs> this movie is hilarious. It's just that off the wall slapstick comedy, just over the top <laughs> raunchy humor. I mean, I just put it on and I just laughed almost through the whole movie because it was just one one hilarious thing after the other. I mean, if you want if you want a good laugh, this is definitely something you should pop in. <laughs> If you if you get offended easily, this is something that you probably should not pop in. <laughs> but if you just you know just like to sit back and relax and and just laugh at people just being silly, um, by all means sit down and, and watch this movie. I mean the chemistry between Redman and and Method Man is apparent. Um, these guys collaborate musically on one another's songs, albums together, concerts, etc. And that chemistry is definitely apparent on film. I mean they 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 work off of one another. It just the complimentary is is just it's fun to watch. Um, supporting cast uh, all chipped in to 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 make this movie as funny as it was. Like I said, I, I laughed from the beginning to the end. It was just one hilarious thing after other. I mean, that's that's pretty about all I can sum it up with. Just just pure hilariousness. <laughs> yeah, Method Man and Red Man are they're just cool cats. These are guys you want to hang out with. And there are a lot of these silly elements, a lot of parody, uh, parody things in there, uh, Easter eggs, so to speak. Even the the college entrance exam, they call them the THC tests, which stands for testing for higher credentials. There's <laughs> this ridiculous food ad called Pork Chop So Chunky. <laughs> <laughs> They do a parody of the girls gone wild. And uh, that used to be this is almost like viral before the internet was even big. It was like kind of viral video DVD series you could order where shady characters would just film promiscuous girls out at college campuses and uh, their antics. And they would sell the DVDs and you would see those commercials all the time. And they did something called uh, smart girls gone bad. 
because they were at Harvard. And uh, they even parodied FUBU, <laughs> Grand, with Bufu. <laughs> There's some funny stuff in here. Donna, right? Any uh, initial impressions? Yeah, I know. It wasn't the cinematic triumph that we've seen in other movies, but <laughs> I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> there were some airplane-esque type yeah. visual gags and things and i actually wish they had done more of them but uh there was some good things that some funny things as well like the assistant pimp pulp like part of this discussion that uh baby powder <laughs> and um baby wipe have <laughs> that you're an assistant pimp your family was all assistant pimps <laughs> they laugh a lot <laughs> <clears throat> But I was entertained, but I thought they probably could have gotten more silly. Like, I felt like it got sillier at the end. It's almost like, you know, the edibles kicked in or the the weed really started to kick in at the end. <laughs> it just started going crazy at the <laughs> at the at the party. So, yeah, I, you know, I love Redman and Method Man, too. But uh, I, lo- I play a lot of Redman CDs and he can do whatever he wants on film. It's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Boogie, you mentioned the uh, supporting cast too. The late Fred Willard always cracks me up. Yes. <laughs> he played the Chancellor of Harvard. Such a treasure. That's so great. Tra- yeah. He was, um, I love him in Anchorman, how he's just like that dry, straight man, but hilarious when he so like good. tells Will Ferrell, like, lower your voice, Ron. <laughs> you know, just like this little. <laughs> things and he's in like a, the american pie at least american wedding and, and stuff like that and he had the funny line when um he was like recruiting the boys you know for school because they got the great exam tests with the help of the late ivory the ghost of ivory <laughs> and they're like yeah yeah we'll do it in in so many words i'm trying not to curse here but he's like is that good and he goes oh okay i'll fox with you because <laughs> <laughs> i had the uh I had the subtitles on too because I don't miss anything. He's like, oh, that's good. Yeah, I'll, I'll fox with you too. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a legend. He's great. Oh, Fred Willard's so good. Oh, man. <laughs> Some of the other supporting characters are great too. Like, I mean, shout out to Lark Voorhees. Yes. Uh, I don't know. They got Lisa Turtle in here. <laughs> they got Hector Elizondo to play something in this. Like, He's like a serious actor. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. I guess if you're Jesse Dillon, you could make these kinds of things happen which was his directorial debut yeah watch Hector Alexander as the coach was was, was hilarious yeah and you just watched him just slowly just transition to the next you know he's he's rocking the bufu as well yeah. <laughs> because you get the, the preppy art from the uh crew the rowing crew and he thinks, you know, coach loves him and everything. And the coach secretly hates him. Can't stand him because his parents drive him nuts. And so he's on the side of uh, Silas. And uh, yeah, I mean, Hector Elizondo, you know him from Pretty Woman, Princess Diaries, Runaway Bride, and all those all those roles. Yeah. And it, it was funny to see him in this, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And there was even the spoof on uh, Kevin Costner movies in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Ivory's girlfriend, like, or the girl that he was trying to have as girlfriend, liked Kevin Costner movies. And so he rented, like, Field of Dreams, and she just totally dissed him. He ends up smoking weed and watching it, and he's, like, hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> Silas 
like in the cornfields and stuff. And that's, I think that's when uh tragedy occurred where he, uh, his dreads lit on fire. He falls out the window and gets burnt and then hit by the truck. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. And, uh, Jamal's Jamal's mother uh, was played by Anna Maria Horsford, who uh, we all know and love from Friday. Uh, she's played now. She's played Ice Cube's mother, and she played a uh, Redman's mother. Wow, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stars of the hip hop. She's, she's responsible mm-hmm. for a lot of great hip hop. And I thought it was funny that the Dean's name was Dean Kane because, you know, <laughs> Dean Kane, who played Superman and Princeton grad, um, was played. At, he was the ultra conservative black man in the film, and he was berated by uh, Redman and, and Method Man's character in that. I thought that was funny, actually. <laughs> they were just spewing these insults at him. He started sweating profusely. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, they had the whole class cracking up. Oh man, that whole scene right there was like a throwback to my youth, man. I was like, "Oh my god, that's just how we used to be." It was just like one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. If you couldn't hang, you got you. You would catch it. <laughs> oh, and then the pork chops are chunky. The ad was with Garrett Morris. The um. Saturday Night Live legend. He yeah. he was in that, that ad. Oh man, that's funny. And then they uh, they end up destroying Dean Kane's office with the birds that they. I don't know if they're feeding Alka Seltzer or whatever, but they were defecating and exploding all all the same and uh, destroying his office that he comes back to. Surprisingly, yeah, it's crazy. Like there's some some scenes in here that uh. If you can't take some some humor, like that um that whole scene when they went into the Black History class, <laughs> and this the professor was just he was he was trying a little too hard, <laughs> but uh, it's a white professor teaching the Black History, and he was yeah, trying way too hard. Yeah. That was Spalding Gray, right? That that scene, yes. with Professor Jackson. <laughs> you know, I was laughing so hard, I was like, "Oh my god, look at this guy! He's just going on." <laughs> They get up to walk out of the class and he's telling them they wanna they want to leave the class because it's just like, yeah, right, you know, this is this is nonsense. And he looks at the, the front row, there's like two preppy black kids in the front row, and he's like, You wanna go protest? Walk out and protest with your protest with your brothers. And they're just like, What? What? And there was a funny scene too with the very conservative dean showing the effects of the the hash brownies that he's got the boys made and he's he just starts blurting out whatever's on his mind and he starts dancing like a madman as well i was very entertained by that that was funny yeah, that was funny funk music yeah there's some funny lines too when jamal first meets silas they're meeting at the testing center and they're both scrambling in their cars because i think it was jamal's like man got Got blunt and the and the sounds like got weed because they were blowing away, and that's how they met each other. And then uh, I think it was Silas played by Redman was like study high, test high, get high scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there was it was very 
funny, lowbrow humor, but funny, like you said, if you just want to like kind of veg out and be entertained. But to your point, right? I think it did totally go off the rails later on. Like I think with like 20 minutes left, <laughs> it went yeah. totally off the rails. Yeah. It was ever really on the rails, but it went really veered left when they were like digging up the remains of John Quincy Adams because they were, yeah. <laughs> they were nervous about failing and they're like, we got to get a smart guy. And he had been buried on campus. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like they, it's like they started they, they were smoking when they started writing. And as they were writing, the effects started to kick in. <laughs> Telling you, I feel like the beginning, it was almost like they didn't have any good weed. And then they finally found some. <laughs> oh, man. Like it was more blunt than weed. <laughs> the ratio changes by the end. It's true. Yeah, there were some things that I, I wasn't too thrilled with or like kind of bugged me a little bit. Like the character, like I need money. Uh, he was the mute character. I'm like, was there really a need for like a mute character? Like I don't, I didn't catch the real humor in that. And at the end, he does speak. You know, I guess because he that truth serum, so to speak, where where the weed was just emanating throughout the the room, and he starts speaking. But like I, I didn't really get the humor in that too much. Yeah, that didn't work for me either. But yeah, lots of yeah. things didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Some of the antics that he pulled off were funny, like him stealing Gerald's bike. <laughs> And let it roll down the hill and get smashed up. I was like, okay, that was kind of funny, but yeah, that was some of that funny. was like, and Joe just completely broke down <laughs> as his bike was getting destroyed and ran <laughs> over and backed over and then and then finally the pieces were picked up and stolen by some guys. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! When he turns, he discovers weed. Uh, that that was a funny turn too, and I was entertained by his. The post uh, weed, Gerald. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gerald was crazy. That was your... a volunteer cop kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> the the yeah, Gerald, the Mrs. Lovejoy. Gerald got some of that ivory and didn't want to let go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the um, back to your point, JP, about things didn't like. Again, this is more than twenty years ago now, and we are more enlightened now. But back then, we weren't quite as enlightened about some of these mild racist or mild misogynistic things that are in the movie. This is another, this isn't an, an exception, but right. it, yeah. it doesn't hold up. It, it didn't age well. Some of the things didn't age well. Yeah. Some of the, the, the jokes were like too low, bro, like low hanging fruit, like the, the Asian guy, Tuan. Right. It's like, exactly. And they were calling him like run MSG or like puff rice daddy and stuff like that. And it's like, all right. You know, and then he, he's speaking with like a heavy accent and it's like, all right, you know, it's the Asian stereotypes. And uh, exactly. There was also, oh, I thought it's funny. The three of us, we were in a fraternity <laughs> in college and there was like the constant fraternity stereotypes negative for Jeffrey, where he kept pledging and doing the ridiculous things. And it's like, you know, our fraternity was not like that at all. You know, we were, anti-pledge and everything like that but i think that was overdone a little bit as well yeah and back to the point that we you know we made earlier about the satire of the of the girls going bad with the smart girls going bad there was a little bit of cringiness with that as well because even with the girls going wild videos that was mostly you know it was consensual like that smart girls going bad was they weren't aware that they were being filmed and then now they're selling that 
on campus. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, I laughed, but then I was like, ooh, they didn't realize they were getting filmed. So that's a little, uh. Yeah, they didn't realize it. Now those girls, and then they show up later in the film toward the very end, and they were they were liars. They were like, "Hey, we're virgins. We never did this. We never yeah. did this." It's kind of like it's that ditzy, smart-looking but provocative, promiscuous girl stereotype as well. It's gonna get us on a stereotype, but yeah, and I get your point there. If they didn't know they're being filmed, that's really cringeworthy. And Mike Epps was funny as Baby Powder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Tracy Morgan's in this uncredited. Yeah. <laughs> funny to think he didn't rate a, a credit in this movie. <laughs> there was a time where he, he was at that level. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't really think Silas was it. Yeah. I didn't really think he so much cre- created a truth serum for his botany project as it was just like a, a wild batch of weed that affected everybody at the party. But. He did pass his botany test. The botany uh, professor was cool. I feel like I recognized him from somewhere else. I couldn't couldn't quite place him. Yeah, same here. I kept looking at him like, where do I know him from? <laughs> did you look up his... Uh... Yeah, and I still can't quite... Tracy Walters, his name? Yeah, Tracy Walter. So he was in... He was in the Tim Burton's first Batman film. One of the goons. Yes, yes, yes. But, he was um the Joker's henchman. The yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I wasn't sure if that was the one. He's been in like a thousand things, so I, maybe I've seen him in more things. But very active. He was in a couple of next uh, Star Trek Next Generation episodes. He was in Silence of the Lambs. He's been everywhere. A couple of episodes of Alf. Probably <laughs> where I saw him. That's oh, I remember it. that. That's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Elf. Oh, man. We should mention Jesse Dillon, the son of Bob Dillon. Also directed Kicking and Screaming. I think that's also in his credits. And he did a ton of music videos. <laughs> and quite a range of them. All the way from Lenny Kravitz to to uh, Third Base, Pop Goes the Weasel. <laughs> to Tom Waits' is God's Away on Business. Great Tom Waits songs. Nice. One of the other professors worth mentioning is Amber Smith. She's a knockout, and she's been in a lot of things like L.A. Confidential and American Beauty. He was it Silas that fantasized about her, <laughs> and he ends up sitting on the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, was a, it was a fun movie lowbrow like we said and you know we always kind of talk about the music you know when you have a movie starring method man and red man you know you're going to get a lot of great music also cypress hill had a cameo at the party the whole group had a speaking part a little bit and this the movie intro started with cypress hill because aptly so because of the subject matter hits from the bong and i want to get high is in there and then yeah there's a ton of great songs throughout i was jotting down as they were coming up i heard slam by onyx i heard party up by dmx mm-hmm. some of those don't don't actually appear on the soundtrack itself back in the day when the soundtrack came out they, yeah. they were in the film 
Payback by James Brown, Bombs Over Baghdad. Bombs Over Baghdad. That was a great scene. That was perfectly, yes. perfectly selected for that. Yes. See, I actually had that in my notes exactly. Like that. I was like, oh, wow, this is perfect. Du Hast by Rammstein. Rammstein. So great. Yep. <laughs> German, German rock metal. That was funny that they put that in there. And then when you're talking about that bicycle scene, they had Queen's bicycle for a few oh, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love whenever Queen appears. That's great. Mm-hmm. Where the actual soundtrack was dominated by the Method Man and Red Man songs, obviously, but there are a few other good ones in there. Oh, and what? What's your fantasy with Ludacris? Was I love that? Uh, song. Oh yeah, when they're walking into the party. That's still a banger, man. Woof. Absolutely, oh, yeah. can't go wrong with that one. Did you guys see Luda's touring with Janet Jackson? They announced the tour. No, I didn't see that. No. Janet Jackson's touring and Ludacris is performing uh-huh. on the yep. same ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I caught that. That'll be a fun show. I'm so mad. I never got to see, I didn't get to see her the last time. She delayed her to tour and we had to return our tickets. And then oh she ended, man. Then she ended up going out there. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Could have held on to him. <laughs> I was just listening to another podcast and they were talking about Janet Jackson's influence in her songs and how she was such a megastar throughout her entire career, but in the nineties specifically. And I didn't realize together again is her most streamed song like on Spotify. That is my song. Yeah. I used to know the choreography for the whole, the whole song too. At one point. <laughs> like it would come on and I would literally dance the whole routine with them. <laughs> I mean, it's great because it, it, it's 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 sad in that it's a tribute to those that have passed on, but it's that upbeat mm-hmm. you know, yeah. flow to it, so you can rejoice and celebrate the life of someone. So it's a great it's a great song. I got to go back and listen to it some more. But I had I had a lot of her albums. I didn't actually own any of her albums, but you didn't have to because it was on the radio all the time. <laughs> My very first CD was a Janet album, and the rest is history. <laughs> Rhythm Nation, 1814. <laughs> I identify as a member of the Rhythm Nation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I citizenship in the Rhythm Nation. Could they make this movie today? I guess so. It's a buddy weed film. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 no, uh, there's no end to having a stoner film. Yeah, they actually made a sequel to it without meth and red in it. Yeah, I think uh, young, one of those young rappers was in it. That one was available for streaming for free, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so what? You don't want to watch? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Cheech and Chong made an entire career out of buddy uh, weed movies. So yeah, you can Steph Rogen and uh, James yeah. Franco, same thing. Yeah, 2019, Lil Yachty and DC Young Fly. How high, too. Oh, Jeffrey Jones was in this, too. <laughs> Jeffrey, jo- <laughs> Jeffrey Jones, the principal from Ferris Bueller, was in this movie, right? As And he gets fired. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, his, what was his role in the administration? President. Harvard? I forget what his role was. He was the president. Oh, he was the, pres- he was president. the, he the vice yeah. president. He was vice president running for president. He yeah. was... He was um, the Jamie's father. Jamie's father. Yeah, yeah. 
That's right. Jamie's father, who she, he was the vice, exact vice president running for, I guess he was the vice president, but maybe, maybe trying to be president. Running someday. for re-election. Or something. Yeah, no, really. maybe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he he had a run there in the eighties, you know, Ferris Bueller and um, Beetlejuice. But you know, if you ever read up on his history, he was a creep in real life. Uh, he he got in right. Trouble. Oh. He got in trouble. With, oh. I forget if it was child pornography or something disgraceful like that. Yeah. Oh. So that's why he's fallen off the map. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Pled no contest to a felony charge on possessing child pornography. That was a long time ago. I remember hearing that. Yeah, 2003. Um, so not long after this. I was cringe when I now see him on, on film. Yikes. Yeah. Not great. Not great. Yikes. Nope. Yeah, I didn't even make that connection. But yeah, that's 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 him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you want to go around and give our ratings? So, Boogie, bring that funky flick back. Bring that funky flick back. Or leave it in the vault. He hesitates. (laughs) The wind-up. Yes, this is a a real pause, not an edited pause. (laughs) Yeah. So, I I love Meth and Red, but I'm going to probably leave this one in the vault. All right. I laughed about it, but I can't see myself watching this over and over again. Like I watched, I saw it like a while ago, parts of it a while ago. And like I was in a much different <laughs> space the last time I watched it. And like I said, it's funny, but it's just like, all right, I watched it. I laughed. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah. Kind of right. I'm also conflicted about this movie. And like I said, I think I thought it could be even sillier. I thought, especially in the beginning, it was not quite as over the top as you think it would be. And so, yeah, I'm probably going to leave this in the vault, too. Yeah, and I'm on the fence on this one as well. I guess I'm going to also say leave it in the vault. Because while it does have its humorous parts, some of it didn't age well. I think it really kind of went wildly off the rails towards the end and it kind of turned me off so i'm thinking you know if when i'm thinking about the ratings it's like would i recommend it to someone saying you have to see this you know this is a really good movie you gotta see it and i wouldn't say it in this case you know catch the little uh clips maybe on on youtube or something like that but yeah i don't think you have to uh invest in uh, the hour and a half or so right yeah there's some worthy moments but not enough of them are in this movie. Right. As much as I love Red Man, I think <laughs> just watching Red Man videos, they're like, like, like Red grew up like five minutes down the hill from me. <laughs> I maintain that I'll be that as the funniest video, funniest hip hop video I've ever seen. <laughs> it is a hilarious video. <laughs> uh, it makes me laugh still. Can we put that one in the show notes when I get last watch this video? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Method Man had a TV career also, right? What show was he was on a show for quite a while? I forget what it was, but it was like a syndicated sitcom or something. For a little bit. So 
if you want to see his he was um in the deuce i never saw that um, yeah, i can't remember but i remember seeing him in the, in the regular show i was like oh method man's good. he was on fox or something yeah yeah, yeah he, was in, the, he was on the wire mm-hmm. 13 he episodes a, he was in a bunch of stuff they had a show he, he and red man had a show in 2004 He's in he was in soul plane too yeah he was the pilot <laughs> jimmy fox show he was on awesome he was in oz he was in a lot of stuff yeah he's in more stuff than i realize like most people probably know him now he's in that power book two. Oh um, yeah ghost that, those shows have a huge following so yeah most, a lot of people probably recognize him right don't, yeah, yeah. i don't know him as the lyrical genius that we may know him as but they know him as the actor from those shows he plays ben urich in the podcast marvels how about that oh method and red show was canceled abruptly canceled the show with four of the 13 episodes remaining unaired because there was heated meetings with method man and red man they weren't pleased with the show and they publicly criticized fox (laughs) they didn't like that it had a laugh track and they didn't think that Fox did a great job editing the show. <laughs> hmm. Well, hmm. good for them. Yeah. Artistic integrity. Hip Hop Movie Club is produced by your HHMCs, JB, Boogie, and Dino Wright. Theme music by Boogie. Check us out on TikTok and Instagram at Hip Hop Movie Club. On the next episode of the Hip Hop Movie Club podcast, your HHNC's review, I Got the Hookup. It drops in two weeks. Subscribe today in your favorite podcast app and you won't miss it. Shout out to your listeners. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, don't hate, reciprocate. Reciprocate. Shout out to Brain Freeze Trivia in the Lehigh Valley. Check out the Instagram, brain underscore freeze underscore trivia double underscore time. That's Brain Freeze Trivia time on Instagram.